In this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about the very latest with Dmitry Orloff. When can we expect to see him back? Then later in the show, we will talk about the latest with Ivan Miroshnishenko. And then Ryan Chesley, Capitals prospect, was selected for the preliminary roster for World Juniors. We'll talk about all of that and more next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, give it a thumbs up. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Cap. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, in this first segment, we're going to talk about the very latest of what we know on Dmitry Orlov. Uh, he is a big defenseman, a two-way defenseman, uh, and I think the Capitals could really use him back in the lineup. He plays a big role on this team, but he seems to be having a lingering issue that's a bit difficult for the Washington Capitals uh, training staff to diagnose and treat. Um, Dmitry Orlov, along with the rest of the other blue line, except for John Carlson, are free agents. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how the Capitals proceed with Dmitry Orlov and a lot of these other guys. But as far as his condition is concerned, Brian McClellan spoke about it the other day. He said Orlov missed his 12th game in Calgary due to an undisclosed injury. But the fact that number two defenseman joined the team mid-trip is a good sign, McClellan acknowledged. It's been a little struggle identifying and helping him get through this injury, he said. It's lingered on a lot longer than anyone anticipated. Seems to be headed in a positive direction, which is why he's out on this trip. We'll see how it goes over the next couple of days. Hopefully, we'll get him in a game. Washington closes out a season-long 12-day road trip like they did the other night in Edmonton. And then they're going to be taking on the Flyers tonight. So just, you know, kind of not a whole lot uh, as far as, you know, new information on Dmitry Orlov. What we know is that it's a lingering lower body injury. And uh, everything that we've heard from Brian McClellan and everyone else um, is that it is, like, I, like they talked about, it is a, a, a situation that the Capitals training staff is having a hard time treating. It hasn't really reacted the same way that it has with a lot of other injuries. So the Capitals hope that they can get Dmitry Orlov back. This is a team that struggled with injuries. Now, that's no new thing to say. Uh, we get two players back. We get John Carlson back. We get uh, TJ Oshie back. And then we lose Martin Faravari and Darcy Kemper. So if this Capitals team wants to continue in its winning ways, we need to get back some of these key pieces. And Dmitry Orloff is definitely that. Um, and that's that's what I'm talking about. Uh, Brian McClellan said as much as that he doesn't plan on going out and making any big trades. 
Um, if you want to pick up a top uh, six forward, those are going to be five, six million per in the Capitals just do not have that kind of money. Same goes for the blue line. I would say that being that most of the the uh, defensemen uh, that are on the blue line are their contracts expire at the end of the year. I guess that's where I might tinker around a little bit because you know, let's take Dmitry Orlov for example. Um, do they want to sign him to a lengthy deal, knowing that this team is going to be facing a rebuild at some time? Um, Dmitry Orlov has not got any younger, but he is, however, due for a raise. He's played well. He's a good, like I said, a good two-way defenseman. And those guys have a high value in the NHL. So if the Capitals don't sign him, so he will sign somewhere else in the offseason. It would be advantageous for the Washington Capitals if they, you know, kind of come to terms with the fact that I'm not going to be able to bring back Dmitry Orlov or Nick Jensen, or Trevor Van Riemsdyk, that they take a look at their value. Are they going to try to bring those players back? And if not, it would be in their best interest to try to move these players along while they still had the rights to these to these guys. Because, you know, you take a look at it. If you just let it go until the end of the year, then they walk, and then the Caps get nothing in return for it. Is you know a bitter pill as it would be for the Capitals to swallow to lose the likes of a Dmitry Orlov or a Nick Jensen or a Trevor Van Riemsdyk or you know Eric Gustafson or you know Matt Irwin. The list goes on and on there. If they're not going to, in fact, be able to bring these guys back, then, like I said, it would be in their best interest to try uh, and, and and trade them and see if they can get some value for it. Because as it stands right now, the Capitals are a bit cap-strapped. What do I mean? Nick Backstrom and Tom Wilson will be returning at some point this season. That's that LTIR money which is, is gonna, uh, they're going to have to move on with some players in order to accommodate Tom Wilson and Nick Backstrom on the roster, shall we say. So, I mean, there's not a lot of cap flexibility out there for the Capitals to go out and sign these marquee names. You know, I've heard about Eric Carlson and Horvat and all these big names out there, right? Um, you take a look at um, Carlson. Does that really seem like a good fit for you? He he makes $11 million a year. I get quite a bit of chatter uh, with different people on Twitter and YouTube. They're like, you know, Carlson from San Jose, wouldn't he be a good fit on this team? A great defenseman? Sure, of course he would. He talked about that the other day on the 32 Thoughts podcast that he wants to play on a winning team. Uh, he talked about how he used to cry when he was a kid when his team lost. So this is a guy that's cared about winning from the, the earliest days. This is a guy that I think would even settle for less money at some point down the road um, to play on a winning team. And San Jose is definitely not that team. I'm not saying that's this Washington Capitals team. I know it's easy to get caught up in the mo uh, momentum of a big win. And it was a nice big win. It was a team pulling together to beat the Edmonton Oilers. Make no mistake about it. I don't want to diminish it. I don't want to, to knock it down. But what I'm saying is, can they continue in that? You know, they're going to be playing the Philadelphia Flyers, which let's face it, they're not that great of a team this year. But the Capitals don't want to fall into one of those, what they call a trap game, right? So that's what I'm talking about here. Is that, you know, it's easy to, to look at a, a big win against Edmonton and say that's going to just keep going forward. But if, you know, history is any lesson, it's going to be that the Capitals are going to struggle a bit here uh, as they go forward. So taking a look at someone like Dmitry Orlov, bringing it back to Dmitry, we want him on this team. 
do we want to sign him to a lengthy deal? That's something that Brian McClellan and, um, you know, uh, Ross Mahoney and Ted Leonsis, they're going to have to make that decision. Primarily Brian McClellan, he is the GM of the team. But it's going to be a tough decision. And for right now, as we look at this in December, we want the services of Dmitry Orlov on this team. He brings a lot to the game. You know, when you take a look at the players that have been plugged in, you take a look at Matt Irwin done a really good job hats off to Matt Irwin a guy that they cryogenically freeze when they don't use him they thaw him out and he plays flawlessly like what did I miss guys those guys are uh, not exactly a dime a dozen in the league so hats off like I said to Matt Irwin a big player on this team I would you know if you could find a way to keep him on this team um you know, as a depth defenseman, I think that would be a good thing to take a look at there. But um, just looking at the guys that have plugged in and played um, uh, on the on the blue line in the absence there, and it's going to be a bit tough. And why is that even compounded even more is because Martin Faravari's out. How long is he going to be out? I guess that remains to be seen. All, what we do know as of right now is that he left the game in a sling. Um, that could be a sprain. You know, I've had a sling on my arm when I sprained my ankle as a kid. It, I guess it remains. It could be a shoulder sling. You know, if he had his shoulder dislocated, what we know is he took a big hit from Milan Lucic uh, when they were fighting over the puck. So um, Milan Lucic is a big man. Um, Martin Faravari, not as big of a man. So he got just kind of, you know, smashed into the boards. And that's kind of part and parcel of playing in the NHL is that you can face major injuries. So the Capitals do need to get guys back on the blue line. They also need to get their forwards back, but Dmitry Orloff will be welcomed back on this Capitals team with open arms. We need him back on this team to keep doing great things. And uh, that's what we look forward to is Dmitry. Uh, he's traveling with the team right now. And what I've heard about it is, is that before he was practicing at MedStar Ice Complex at a limited capacity, they wanted to get him on the road where he could get more of an extensive workout uh, with the big guys that he plays with all the time. So um, that's what I know as I'm recording this right now is that he's day to day, but he's traveling with the team. So let's hope that we see uh, Dmitry Orlov return back to this Caps team in the near future. All right, so after the break here, we are going to talk about really just a great story of Ivan Miroshnishenko with the non-Hodgkin's lymphoma made a recovery, came back. Now he's playing in the KHL and lighting it up. Um, talking to Brian McClellan, he still thinks it's a couple years out for him to be on this team. But we'll talk a bit more about Ivan next. Today's episode of Locked On Capitals is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And guys, even if you're not into gambling, if you wanted to bet on an upcoming Capitals game, like the Capitals against the Flyers, it makes watching the games that much more fun. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. For your second listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, 
Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this next segment here, we are going to talk about a recent draft pick of the Washington Capitals, Ivan Miroshnishenko, and uh, just a really feel-good story. A guy that should have been drafted higher, uh, but uh, based on his health injuries, or excuse me, his health issues, he didn't get drafted as high. The rest of the NHL's lost is the Capitals' gain, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, the book on Ivan is that he is a great player, and he will, in fact, be a great player for the Capitals in years to come. Ivan Miroshnishenko has been one of the top stories to watch this season after he was taken 20th overall by the Washington Capitals in 2022. NHL draft and he took another big step forward on Sunday with his KHL debut writes Washington Hockey Now. Mirishnashenko skated 428 for Avangard Omsk in his first pro game and impressed with two big hits and impressive all-around play. He also earned a player of the game honors. The de- the debut was super. I think I had good shifts. I like it so much, Mirishnashenko told reporters via sports.ru. I didn't get very nervous. I was very prepared for this match. It was a long-awaited event, and my family was watching. Everyone congratulated me, not only loved ones, but fans, too. He earned high praises from his coach as well. And uh, just, you know, a great story, again, about a guy that, you know, overcame adversity and continued to do his passion, his love, hockey. And surprise, surprise, he's playing really great. And those are the stories that we like to hear. And it's a really special story, uh, being that he's a Washington Capitol. But besides that, that's a great story uh, in general. That's a story of perseverance. That's a guy, you know, there's a lot of guys that would have folded uh, under that kind of situation. If you were diagnosed with uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma, that you might say, this is too much. I, I, you know, I can't make my way back to hockey he found a way. He had the tenacity. He had the stubbornness to say, nope, I'm coming back and I'm going to play the game that I love and good on Ross Mahoney and company uh, for picking him. Because like I talked about, he was scheduled to be uh, much higher in the draft, but you know, his health issues held him back. Good on Ross and company uh, for making that pick. And I do think that he is going to be a future capital and playing very well. Alex Ovechkin has spoke glowingly of him, you know, a fellow Russian countryman. So it's just one of those feel good stories. And we look forward to him being in the lineup in the years to come. I'd already wanted Mirishnashenko from the first game when I watched him play with Omsk junior team, a uh, junior team rather, but there was a medical situation. Hawks bench uh, coach, Mikhail Kravitz told post game via sports.ru. I think he played the time he had today perfectly. And in the future, he will have the opportunity to play more because today he showed that he also wins battles. The same thing was visible from the training. I'm very glad that Ivan is on our team. And I'm happy that he was able to find uh, a way to get back in playing hockey. After entering remission from a battle with Hodgkin's lymphoma, Mirishnashenko worked on a to put muscle back on and get back on the ice. He was medically cleared to return to game action in early November and started the season with Avant Garde's uh, major junior team, Omsky Yasterby. 
In eight MHL games, the Russian has eight goals and three assists for 11 points, as well as one fight. He also dished three assists in two VHL games. So taking a look at him, I like I said, I think that there is a lot of upside to him. I do think the, the Capitals uh, made a wise decision by signing him. I know that a lot of people thought it was a gamble. You know, is he going to, is he going to end up working out? Is he going to end up playing in hockey? But good on, on Brian McClellan and good on uh, the Caps for, you know, kind of being able to see through it. Because what they did is they had the Caps medical staff take a look at him. And he got the green light. He got the green light uh, that his health would be okay and um, that he should be able to play on this team in years to come. Um, You know, I joked about it that he is going to be um, Alex Ovechkin 2.0. I don't want to get ahead of myself and say that's going to be the case, but I do think that uh, he does have some promise. McClellan said he's also happy to see 2022 first-rounder Ivan Miroshnashenko playing again after a bout with Hodgkin's lymphoma, but added that it's probably going to be a couple of years before he's ready for the NHL. He is supposed to play a KHL game, which he did. That will be fun to see. He has played really well on his way back, and all the health reports have been good on him. It is positive. Miroshnashenko has eight goals and three assists in Russia's MHL and three assists in two games in the VHL. So he is working his way up. You know, this story kind of reminds me a little bit of Evgeny Kuznetsov, where for the longest time, Kuznetsov was the guy that everyone's like, oh my God, this Russian that we got over there, he's going to come over here. And it just seemed like the years went by, they went by, they went by, and he was he didn't, he never showed up. And then finally, when he came here, I remember he showed up and was playing here and he couldn't almost, he could barely speak a word of English. Um, and uh, so in, in any event, the, the similarities are the same. Um, with Mirishnashenko and Kuznetsov, two guys from Russia, two players from Russia, both players we had to wait for before we get to see them on the ice. I guess his trajectory is, and I guess it remains to be seen, if he lights it up in the KHL, maybe it will be a direct path right into the NHL. Maybe we'll see him transition right into the NHL. If not, however, he could work his way up through Hershey and that kind of thing. But my projection, just based on everything that we've seen on him in a small sample size, is he's all that, and he's going to continue to be all that. As long as his health holds up, which we pray and hope that that's the case, he is poised to be on this Caps team in years to come in a really pleasant addition to this team. All right, so after the break here, we will talk about Caps draft pick Ryan Chesley as he is poised to be on the World Juniors team. We'll talk about uh, Ryan next. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. In this next segment here, we are going to talk about Caps prospect Ryan Chesley selected for Team USA's preliminary roster for World Juniors As we know, Ryan Chesley is the defenseman that was signed because of the VTech Vanacek deal there. So uh, there was a trade um, with New Jersey, and you know New Jersey got uh, VTech Vanacek, who has been lighting it up in New Jersey. We have a prospect, and at the end of the day, I'm happy with the way that deal went down. Um, A lot of people like to hit me up on Twitter and YouTube saying, what were the Capitals thinking getting rid of VTech Vanacek? 
what were we thinking? Did you not watch them play for the last two years? I'm glad that he's doing a really good job in New Jersey. Don't get me wrong. Hats off to him. I feel nothing but happy for him. But for whatever reason, Vitek Vanacek and Ilya Samsonov did not work in Washington. And to them, I say good luck, Ilya in Toronto and VTech, good luck in New Jersey. I wish him nothing but the best. So looking forward, the Capitals got a great prospect in Ryan Chesley. And, uh, I, you know, everything I've read about him is that he is a, a heck of a player and he is uh, the promising future on the Caps blue line in years to come. Washington Capitals defensive prospect Ryan Chesley has been selected by Team USA's preliminary roster for the 2023 IIHF World Junior Championship, which begins in late December. The 18-year-old has been chosen for the selection camp and is not officially on the roster, but it's an encouraging sign for the Capitals' second-round pick 37th overall from the 2022 NHL draft team USA will cut the roster to 23 players before the start of the tournament writes Nova caps. So team USA, team USA training camp will run from the 12th to the 17th at USA hockey arena in Plymouth, Michigan, leading up to a pair of exhibition games against Finland and Sweden. The 32 players named to the preliminary roster are vying for 23 spots that will represent team USA prospect analyst. Chris Peter said at Chesley will likely make the final roster hinting. The young defenseman is a very, a very strong candidate for team USA's blue line. I look forward to watching this when that happens. Chesley is a six-foot right-shot defenseman in his debut season with the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers men's team, a native of Matamidi, Minnesota. He had stints with St. Mary's Development Program and the United States National Team Development Program, with whom he recorded 44 points in 85 games, played with a U.S. development team and national under-18 team. In August, he spoke about his experience during the Capitals Prospect Development Camp, calling it a fun week. It's been awesome getting here and getting to know the guys, getting to know the staff and getting on the ice with them. I knew it was going to be a hard time um, here. Just a lot of work. It's been a grind so far, but it's been fun. A lot of on ice has been challenging, which is good. I think it's really helpful. So another good prospect for the Caps on the blue line. What did we talk about earlier in the show? That the Capitals blue line is all coming up on expiring contracts except for John Carlson. So to have these guys in the wings waiting for their opportunity, he is a young man. I don't know when he's going to be ready, probably a couple years from now, a few years from now, whatever the case may be. I do think the Capitals made the wise decision by selecting Ryan Chesley. Again, everything that I've read in the offseason, I did a big uh, player profile on him. The book on him is that he is a great player. So I'm most excited to see what he brings to this Caps team in the years to come. Um, the 47th edition of the championship is scheduled to be held from December 26, 2022 through January 5th, 2023 in Halifax, Nova Scotia. And New Brunswick, Canada, the 10-nation tournament features the world's best men's players under 20 of age and is a 31-game event that takes place over the course of 10 days. So again, I'm excited about future players. As we know, this Caps team is coming up on a rebuild at some point. And I know everything that everyone said, Tarek Al-Bashir said that there's certain agreements made with Ovechkin that he's going to play on a competitive team. 
that's a bit open to interpretation for me. Some people read in it too that this core needs to stay intact until uh, Alex Ovechkin retires, which is three years and change from now. I don't think that's what it means. For me, well, that's what it means is he wants to play on a team that's going to win and a team that's going to help him meet his objective of uh, passing Wayne Gretzky for the all-time goal lead. That's what he wants. Um, if he's not seeing results on this team this year, then I think the Caps are going to make changes. And I know, like I said, everyone's riding the high right now off a big win against Edmonton. Well, reality is going to come smacking them in the face Wednesday night as they have another game against the Flyers, which, if the Capitals are not careful, could be a trap game. That is a team that is still under the tutelage and the control of John Tortorella, despite what your personal opinions are on him. I think he's a great coach. He gets results. I think that at the end, he polar, he's a bit polarizing and alienates himself from his team, you know, calling his young players weak. You know, probably not a real good idea, John Tortorella. I mean, why are you trying to alienate yourself from the young players on your team? It is a young Flyers team. So to alienate yourself, you know, I know that that might be go what's going on in his head, but at the end of the day, John, let's get it together here. I know you're a bit, uh, you know, a, sh a, a short fuse out there, but at some point in your career, you're going to have to find a way to reel it in. And uh, but nothing but love for John Tortorella. I like him because he is passionate about hockey. He gets results. Uh, but sometimes he's a little rougher on the edges, like I talked about, you know, kind of talking disparagingly, disparagingly of players on his team. Not the wisest move, but uh, in any event, it is going to be an interesting game. The Capitals are coming off a big win. I don't want to diminish that. A big win, a team win. Alexi Protus on fire out there. Charlie Lindgren dialed in. TJ Oshie, it was a great game. Nick Dowd. There was not a lot of negativity to take away from that game. It was a team that worked together to meet the objective of winning a game, and they did it, and uh, that's what I'm happy about. So there is that positive momentum as they take on the Flyers Wednesday night. Let's really hope for a win because stringing together wins is integral for this team if they have any plans of making a big push into the postseason. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Um, I, just to kind of some news about what's coming up next, I have some, working on some guests, as you guys have noticed. Matt Wyrick is a guest that will be on the show a couple times a month, so we'll have him on twice a month. And then this Friday, I'm very excited to have veteran DC broadcaster Al Galdi of the Al Galdi podcast on the show. I love his work. I love the Al Galdi podcast. And if you are a Nationals fan, the Nats Chat podcast is a must listen. We're going to be talking about primarily capitals here. But in any event, I do like Al Galdi. I like his podcast. He's got a long history in broadcasting. Um, he's got that He's got that voice. If you want, to, if you were to look in the dictionary of what a radio voice is, you're going to hear Al Galdi. He's got a perfect radio voice. And in any event, I am looking forward to talking to him on Friday about his thoughts on this Capitals team. All right. Once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. My name is Dan Homie, and I'll talk to you again next time.